Welcome to the Millennial Success Stories podcast, a space for millennial women entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and those who dare to forge their own path. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach, multi-passionate entrepreneur, writer, traveler, and history lover. The mission of this podcast is to uplift, inspire, and empower young women to create a life that reflects their own version of success. I believe in sharing our experiences so we may learn from one another and grow together as a community. In season three, I invite you to join us as we peel back the layers of success and discover what it truly looks like to create success in our businesses and lives. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey and grow your own marketing business, I encourage you to sign up for a success breakthrough call where we'll have the opportunity to connect personally. Now, without any further ado, for those of you ready to write your own success stories, let us begin. And always remember, success has no age requirement. Welcome to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. My guest for this episode is Darren Ohanian, and he is a serial entrepreneur. He has multiple successful businesses, including a digital marketing agency, a coaching practice, and he's also uh, you know, published poetry, and he has music. And so he is so multi-passionate, and one of the things that I love about this episode is that he speaks into all the different facets of um of his of his life of his um of his being I suppose you could say we we do go deep and spiritual in this episode so I will just let you know that up front and I just thank Darren so much for really you know peeling back the layers and talking about you know all these different areas that you know that make up um you know himself as a person because we all have those different areas in our own lives right like we are all there's so many things that that make us up and sometimes when we when we come on to podcasts or when we have um you know when we talk to people about what we do we can feel like we're just telling them such a small part of who we really are and so i really just loved having this conversation with Darren and i um i I anticipate that you will feel the same way. Uh, so I will keep this short because this is a longer episode. So as usual, if you found value in this episode, if anything resonated with you, I invite you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps get the show in front of more entrepreneurs who need these messages, who, you know, deserve to start going after their own success, pursuing their own success. So I just want to thank you in advance for all the help you've given so far. Uh, Season two of Millennial Success Stories uh, made the top 200 charts in no less than six countries. And I cannot wait to see what we accomplish in season three as a community. So thank you so much. And let us get into my conversation with Darren. Hi, Darren. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, Jackie. Excited to be here. Yeah, no. So let's go ahead and just get started. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, yourself, your business or businesses, (laughs) kind of, um, and your journey up to this point? Sure, absolutely. That's a loaded question. (laughs) Yes, yes. Take as as you can give me the long version, the short version, whatever you want. Sure, absolutely. I mean, the short version is CEO, father, 
uh, entrepreneur, creative director, artist, musician, singer, dancer, poet, uh, healer that has gone through so many evolutions in life to get to where I am right now. And I started out um, creating a creative agency business with my partner uh, back when I was 20. I decided not to go to college and instead um, just dive straight into business with not knowing how to do anything. <laughs> so I made plenty of mistakes, but I also learned a lot of things along those ways. And from the creative agency, you know, we figured out that why are we working for all these people, uh, you know, at an hourly wage? Like, even if it was a hundred or two hundred dollars an hour, um, making digital products and services that are making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. It didn't make mm -hmm. sense to us. So we decided to create our own startups, um, create a mobile app company that had over 10 million downloads, very successful in the photo video space. And then from there, we transitioned into uh, what we're doing now, which is social media marketing with Social Sensei. Uh, through Instagram, we also have two other social media properties called socialsuperstars.co and tiktokbot.co, all related to social media growth. Um, social media today is like toilet paper, you know, everyone's <laughs> got to have, you can't, you can't go without it. In fact, if there's a problem, everyone's going to be rushing Costco to, to buy more. So I've never heard that analogy before, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, it. It's so true. It's true. Because if you don't, if you don't have social media these days, your, your business is really probably in the shitter. So, um, <laughs> it's, it's a big part of the game. Um, uh, obviously there's, there's the outliers that make it without it, the, the word of mouth, the super high quality, the, the rare and unique, but, uh, for the majority of people, the, uh, social media is, is quite necessary. And additionally from that, um, I was also going through a personal transformation through personal development work and spiritual work that, um, I moved more towards the coaching space. So this year I'm, I'm looking to launch my own self-development uh, uh, website with online courses to help people step into self-mastery, to understand how to heal their bodies, how to attune their minds, to, to be clear, to have clear perception, to be able to make the right decisions in their life, to allow them to access their highest potentiality. So I'm really excited to go into that venture and, and really transition more into the heart space as an artist and just allowing myself to express freely and truly as who I am. So that's a little bit about the journey that spanned about 14 years. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. 14 years condensed into, you know, five minutes. So yeah. <laughs> very good. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm sure there's so much that I will want to pick apart later um, as we, as we go on. So first I would love for you to share with us your personal definition of success. You know, so you've been through, you know, as you said, you've been through a lot of evolutions. And so I would love to hear from you, um, about how you define success today. And then maybe also how you defined success earlier on in your journey, how that's changed for you. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. I mean, you know, earlier in my journey, success was defined as, you know, material objects or money or the, my outside perception of myself from my friends and the people that reflected, you know, their ideas of who, who I was to them. So I was trying to please people. I was trying to work really hard 
to get a nice car and a house and all these things. And, you know, those things happened, um, but they also took a toll on my body physically as I was working like 14 or 16 hours a day to make these things happen when I was younger. And it also took like a, a mental toll on me. I was just burnt out. A lot of people in the entrepreneur space, they'll work, 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 and they get so busy mm-hmm. that they don't have any time to even eat, let alone sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, that really takes a toll on your, your, your mental space because you're never at peace. You're always looking for the next thing, trying to get something done. Um, mm. And, you know, it, it leads to, I suppose, more instability, even though what you're doing is trying to pursue money to create stability in your life and security. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a paradox in that way. Um, yeah. So, so through right around when I was 29, after we, the success of the DNA apps and our, our mobile app company, I started to go more on a personal development journey slash spiritual journey, however you want to call it. And I really started to see all of the you know, pain in my body and how I was thinking and these things like that. And it really helped me redefine what success was for me, not what my parents told me or society told me, but how did, how did I feel? So today success really depended upon how am I feeling? How am I, you know, what's my internal dialogue? How's my body feeling right now? You know, not, not, oh, I'm going to save a bunch of money and then I'm going to retire when I'm 60 and I'm going to feel amazing then. It's like, how do I feel yeah. right now? Am I retired right now in my body? <laughs> you know, so, so success for me is peace, tranquility, happiness, balance, um, not worrying, no fear, anxiety, stress. Like I, it doesn't matter if I have a million dollars, a billion dollars. If I'm not at peace, like it's irrelevant um, because I am not going to be able to create from that space uh, I'm not going to be able to, to experience life from that space. I'm always going to be chasing the next thing. So I really define mm-hmm. success as, as my personal peace. Um, and yes, that's where I'm yeah. at these days. <laughs> okay. No, I, I love that. Um, and so I guess a follow-up question to that for someone who may be, I guess, you know, where you were, um, you know, five years ago, let's say, um, you know, kind of what would your advice be to them just in terms of, you know, maybe dealing with burnout or maybe starting that spiritual journey? What, um, what would you say? Yeah, that's a great question. And I feel that the first thing that I would do is really become aware of what is going on in my life. You know, I remember back then I had very little awareness. I was so focused on this one track mind, this one goal, make more money, make more money, make more money. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even aware of my own body that it was being deteriorated <laughs> right before my very eyes. So awareness is the, is the first thing to bring into the, the mind state. And one of the easiest ways to do that, which is the exact opposite of being an entrepreneur is do absolutely nothing. <laughs> so yeah i mean weekends you know to an entrepreneur mm-hmm. don't exist so like somebody that's, that's hustling every every single day so really take a day completely off turn your phone off don't watch tv don't go on the computer go out to the park hang out maybe bring a journal 
and start becoming aware of what is going on in your life. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? You know, where are you going? Why are you going? Just starting these simple, basic self-inquiry practices to understand where you're at, your trajectory and where you wanna be um, will help you understand what is serving you and what is not. Because then once you create that list of awareness, you can say, okay, you know, working 16 hours a day so I could get money to be able to buy a BMW Z4 isn't really serving my body, my sleep cycle, uh, my happiness. So why am I doing this? You know, like it, it, it becomes ridiculous. Your mind's actually hyper logical. So as soon as you can show your mind that you're doing something absolutely asinine and ridiculous, it'll be like, no, I'm not going to be doing that anymore. You know, like, so just reveal to yourself, like these patterns and habits that you formed over the years to try to pursue these, these things that you believe will make you happy versus being happy right here, right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, no, I, yeah, I, I love that. And I think, um, I've also seen, you know, that kind of, you know, self-awareness, like, you know, and, and kind of those, those little tricks that your mind plays on you, like, you know, once you're able to break those down, um, just how quickly they can, you know, kind of fall apart. So I've, yeah, I've also witnessed that like in my life recently as well. Um, I just remember one of my, one of my uh, business friends and she was a previous guest on, on the podcast. She recently, um, you know, talked about like values and talked about how, if you value something, you will always come back to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that, um, I, uh, so for, for me, what I was, what I was thinking of was my, um, you know, my workout routine. So like, you know, keeping up with my workout routine during the pandemic um, has been, sometimes it's been a struggle, but I would always come back to it eventually. And so um, hearing, you know, what she said about, you know, having the value of what you value, you come back to, it was like that first time where my mind realized consciously that I value exercise <laughs> and, you know, working out and things like that. And then all of a sudden it was like some switch and it was just so much easier to come back to working out after like, you know, a week break or whatever that was. Um, you know, I wasn't getting all like, you know, like hypercritical of myself, right? Like, Oh, like, you know, you're, you're beating myself up because I haven't worked out for a week. Like, Oh, like, you know, might as well not work out again for another week. Right. So, um, I think it's so funny how quickly, like once we prove to our minds, like that, something else is actually true that will just completely um you know we could potentially like seem like a new person <laughs> exactly so, yeah absolutely you'll it'll yeah. just automatically <laughs> drop a habit that that isn't serving it because mm -hmm. not only the mind hyper logical it's hyper efficient it, it wants the best for you to get to wherever it is that you want want to go and it's trying its best to do it it's just sometimes when people have incorrect belief systems it leads them through detours um, you know, that, that don't give them the best results. So it's like being aware of those belief systems that are driving you towards these, um, causes and effects in your life that are creating the reality that you're experiencing. It's, it's, uh, very interesting once you start diving into your consciousness and awareness. So, but first step mm -hmm. yeah. is slow down, become aware and journal. Yeah. Yeah. No. Great, great tips. Um, 
So I would love to know, you know, you have, um, you've done, you know, quite a bit <laughs> over the course of your, of your journey. And um, I would just love to know what you uh, consider to be your biggest achievement so far. So like kind of your biggest successes and, and these can be personal, these can be business related. Um, just kind of what, what does that uh, look like to you? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, it's funny. The first thing that popped in my mind is uh, August, 2019 you know, within 10 months, we had just launched Social Sensei and we took it from $0 to over a million dollars annual recurring revenue. And honestly, I don't even consider that my biggest success because the business, biggest success I've ever had was August 2019, uh, Instagram came and shut down automation. They, they closed their API and basically said, no more Instagram bots. And the entire industry just fell apart. So overnight, we were doing a million dollars annual recurring revenue. And the next day, we were doing zero dollars annual recurring revenue. And my greatest success was looking at that number and not even batting the nine. And just being completely at peace with it. And just being an entrepreneur saying, okay, cool. We've got to pivot. You know, we're ballet dancers. We can, we can dance on, on the stage of life and, and move through this with grace, ease, and flow. And... We did, we, we moved into um, social media strategies and then now we're in to Instagram influencer marketing. So when one door closes, you know, another door opens and just trust that that's the right door that you're supposed to be opening. So, and that felt like a massive success for me uh, in my life because beforehand, if that would have happened, I probably <laughs> would have been losing a lot of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, and I thank you for sharing that because I think that's such a good example. Like I know so many entrepreneurs who either worry about losing it all or, you know, have maybe experienced something like that where, you know, kind of like they like lose their business overnight and then, um, you know, they spend like years trying to, you know, figure out, um, you know, like what to do, like how to move forward and, and, you know, things like that. So thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I think it's so important for us to remember that, um, you know, it's kind of how we respond to challenges. It's not necessarily like, you know, the challenge itself. So exactly. And I would say that, you know, if it was the previous version of me, I would have been very stressed out, anxious, worried, you know, just like many people are. And that's, that's totally, you know, could be seen as normal, but, um, mm -hmm what result does that get you? You don't have clear thinking. You're being desperate, trying to grasp onto the next thing, trying to figure out something to, you're kind of like drowning in water, flailing your arms. When in reality, yeah. you could just be like, okay, you know, I got knocked out of the boat and I'm enjoying the ocean, chilling on my back, you know? <laughs> so it's like, and then from that place, like of clarity and calm and peace and happiness, you're able to easily steer the ship into the next, you know, iteration of your business. So mm -hmm. it's really about staying centered and in the eye of the storm as all this tornado is rolling around you. And as entrepreneurs, we all went through that in 2020. I mean, I got so many <laughs> tornadoes coming yeah. through my my business last year but I'm, and so yeah that's I just wanted to add that yeah yeah no and I think um I would actually love to uh you know love to ask you like is there any you know anything that's happened in this last year since we've kind of had to you know pivot 
like all of entrepreneurship has gone online. Um, is there anything that, you know, you would, uh, you know, want to share, whether that's something that you've accomplished, whether that's something like, you know, a challenge you had to overcome or, or just something that sort of, um, I guess, uh, it provides an example of um, entrepreneurial uh, ingenuity or, uh, you know, innovation. Sure, absolutely. So after 2019, August, we went to social media strategies, mm -hmm. retrained our entire team, redid our website, all the copy, everything, started targeting social media strategies. And then, of course, what happens in February, March? COVID. Mm -hmm. So when COVID happened, Every single business, it didn't matter if you're online or offline, like basically shut down. I'm pretty sure we remember that and shut mm -hmm. down hard for like, I'd say four, four months. So, you know, previously I said everyone needs toilet paper um, and <laughs> social media is toilet paper. Unfortunately, uh, I also need to mention that the first thing that's cut in business in times of crisis is marketing. So yes, <laughs> that's the number one thing that's cut because it's not essential to the operation of the business. Um, mm -hmm. And so being a marketing company that put us in the crosshairs on everyone's, you know, when they're looking at their bills uh, and their credit card mm -hmm. statements. And so we dropped off the face of the earth again. <laughs> we, we, were back, we had just built back up, you know, to I'd say like 40,000 a month or something like that. And then we, we, we got knocked back down to, be, you know, bare bones, minimum getting by. And um, so again, we were in the same boat and we had to come up with a solution because people didn't need social media strategies at that time because there, because no one was, was going, uh, going online just yet. Um, and so we were looking for part, new business partnerships um, in the social media space because we had already built a brand. We already had the SEO. So it's not like we're going to pivot our entire business out of the space, but we are going to look for new opportunities. Um, and automation was off the, off the book. So we're looking into a new space called influencer marketing that not a lot of businesses still even know about. Um, a lot of the big box brands do, and a lot of people on Instagram know of influence marketers, but a lot of mid and small businesses aren't leveraging the power of influencers to get their products and service out there in the world. And we also saw that, well, everyone knows Beyonce is an influencer, but Beyonce costs a million dollars, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, Justin Timberlake, he's a million dollars too. So how are small and mid-market businesses going to make the connection to these influencers? And so we came up with an idea to run giveaways on these influencer platforms to, to drive traffic from their audience to our client's audience. Um, and what that looks like is we'll bundle, instead of just doing one person, we'll bundle like 10 people together. So it's like, hey, you have to follow this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy, which are all our clients. Um, mm -hmm. And that is how we can offer these larger influencers, somebody like a Kevin Hart, you know, to um, an MIT professor who would normally have to pay like $500,000 or something can pay twenty-five dollars or $50,000 to get um, 100,000 followers or, or more. You know, and of course, there's mm -hmm. plans that go all the way down to $300 a month and things like this mm -hmm. um, to make it really accessible for even somebody with an e-commerce shop that wants to drive more yeah. traffic to the Instagram. So what, what we did as entrepreneurs is we, we looked into the space. We said, what's available? 
what is everyone else doing and how can we be different um, mm -hmm. while offering something that's still the same? So one thing I like to say in marketing is always be same, same, but different. Because if it's mm -hmm. too similar to what's already in the marketplace and it's not different enough, people say, oh, I've seen that already. It's, I've already, that, that's like this other service and that other service sucked. And so why am I, I'm not gonna try that service, you know? But if it's too different and it's not similar enough, then they say, oh, that's too weird. Like, like I can't, I can't do that. Like if we're, <laughs> you know, that, that's just too strange. Like, I don't, I don't know you're going to touch that. Like, so it's gotta be like same, same, but different. It's like the sweet spot where it's like, okay, it's Instagram growth, but it's through influencer marketing. All we know is Instagram bots and buying fake likes and followers. We've never heard of Instagram influencer marketing, but it's like Instagram growth. And it's, you know, um, it helps, helps get our, our brand out there, gets us more followers, um, gets us more engagement. So it's like that sweet spot as an entrepreneur that you want to look for if you're trying to kind of penetrate into, into the marketplace. Of course, there's always outliers where you're just, I'm just going to do something so different. I'm going to disrupt the whole industry. Like, yeah. good for you. But for every Steve Jobs, there was probably like, Oh, a thousand Steve no jobs so <laughs> you know uh, yeah so that's really like a roll of the dice but um that's one of my philosophies in any business that I like to create um so mm -hmm. so that was one of the, the the big hurdles and once we made the transition it was great we, we started <laughs> going back up again and for four months you know we saw growth and then what was it September November they Mm -hmm. round two and then back down yeah. again <laughs> plus add on november december which is all um family time and vacation mm -hmm. so we got knocked back down again so we're just riding this roller coaster we're going back up now <laughs> but like we're riding yeah. this roller coaster and i keep hearing the word on the street is this covid thing's going to be over by the end of this year um within six to 12 months at least everyone that i'm talking to so you know, I feel that every single person, entrepreneurs are especially, are just so ready. You know, we've been so such in a contracted state. We're ready to expand and create and experience, and we're just like bottled up champagne bottles. Like pop those things, new year, baby. Go. Yeah. So, so when that happens, like we've actually perfectly positioned ourselves to um, receive a lot of that energy of the mm -hmm. of these businesses that have come online so i feel really yeah. strong about where we're at despite everything that's happened and because we stayed centered through the storm and didn't capsize the ship and didn't freak out and didn't change our entire industry we're now in a position to, to thrive beyond our wildest imaginations because everyone's going online everyone's going to need to figure out how to get instagram growth or tiktok growth and mm -hmm. we're going to be right there ready to provide the solution. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's, um, I think that's such a wonderful perspective. I love the, you know, kind of real life examples. I also love just from a marketing standpoint, you know, since I, you know, I also have a marketing agency, I specialize in, in Facebook and Instagram ads. And so um, just hearing about how you kind of made, you know, those, you know, larger influencers that most businesses would never be able to, you know, to afford um, the fact that you made them accessible is just really amazing. And I think that that's, um, yeah, such a, such a great thing to, um, yeah, to really to offer businesses. So 
yeah, kudos to you for that. Thank you. <laughs> also, just from a marketing standpoint. Um, so also, like, what does your next level of success look like in business? You sort of, um, and or life, but, you know, you sort of kind of started about your, you know, your vision for, for your, um, you know, your marketing agency and, uh, you know, and things like that. So, you know, you can continue on that route, um, you know, tell me more about the, uh, you know, the, the coaching, um, you know, anything um, in your personal life, like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, absolutely. So timely question, because that's exactly what I'm going through right now. And so, you know, as I'm building um, Social Sensei, Social Superstars, TikTok bot back up, um, that's not my ultimate goal in life, you know? Like mm -hmm. I really have been tuning into my heart um, in deep states of meditation and my, my spiritual practice. And really it's leading me to what we call like a aligned business, a business that is an extension of your essence of your being. And so I, I'm already making steps towards setting up uh, the how to raise your vibration.com to help people learn the tools and techniques to allow them to step, step into self-mastery of themselves um, from a physical, mental, and, and spiritual space. And this is what brings me the greatest joy. So as I said before, you know, where is it right here and right now that feels good in my body, in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit? And it's when I'm, you know, out there in the world, working with people, helping them help themselves, um, because I'm not trying to be anyone's teacher or guru. I'm trying to uh, teach people that they are their own teacher, their own healer, their own guru, and through self-empowerment um, can make these transformations in their lives that will lead them to more peace, tranquility, and, and grace, ease, and flow in all their decisions. And through that, I also absolutely love creative expression through all forms of digital art, dance, music, song, poetry, um, you know, I have an album coming out this year. I have a poetry book, uh, multiple poetry books coming out this year. I have a lot of projects um, that are based in creativity and the evolution of consciousness and the expansion of the heart and the illumination of the mind that are meant to be catalysts um, for people to reignite the spark within themselves. Because a lot of time, you know, as entrepreneurs, we go through this life and um, we're met with no's or rejection or um you know pursuing the the what we think will bring us happiness and it changes who we are we we kind of get shut down we kind of contract and it's like we almost lose that joy for life or we almost lose our creative spark and it's like mm -hmm. you know who was i when i was seven years old like running through a field kicking a ball around like how am i this i don't this doesn't feel right and that's what i mean like do you feel it in your body? Like, are you alive fully? And like that for me is the next level of success that my business and every aspect of my life is a creative expression extension of my being. And I feel fully lit, fully alive and fully enjoy and love uh, with myself and all others. So I'm really excited to be making the strides and steps to step into that life now. So maybe next year, or the next year after that, when I'm back on this podcast, I'll give you an update. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that sounds, that sounds good. And there's, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm like, where do I start? There's a few things that I want to follow up and, and ask you about, but um, I also just want to say like, you know, your, you know, observation that, you know, when you're, 
um, when you're either constantly comparing yourself to other people or, you know, you get kind of, um, you start seeing what everybody else is doing and then you, you kind of start adopting their, um, you know, their versions of success or like their visions, um, you know, kind of into your own life or your own business. Um, you know, that is, uh, cause I've read up on this cause I experienced that, um, <laughs> that does really stifle your inspiration and it stifles your creativity. And so if you're trying to emulate someone else, um, you're not, uh, you're not connecting to your own creativity. You're not connecting with your own inspiration. And so that's why, um, you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, myself included have found themselves stuck is because, you know, we kind of find ourselves in this situation where we're like, okay, wait, no, I, I actually don't want my business to look like that. That was, you know, never my intention. It's just, you know, I saw that person on Instagram and their business looked so cool. And so then I like, you know, like it switched mine so that it could, it could, you know, look like theirs. So um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that just so our listeners know, like, you know, comparisonitis kills inspiration and creativity, just like that. Um, you can read up on it. <laughs> Absolutely. And, but, and we can look at that a little deeper too. And if we go a little bit deeper into it, you one could say, well, it's a lack of trust. It's, it's, it's based in insecurity mm -hmm. around your own unique self. Like it's not safe for me to be myself because being myself mm -hmm. isn't going to bring success might be a thought form that that person is having. And yeah. in reality, um, what you put out is what you attract. So if you build it, they will come. Somebody that resonates with your message, your, your, your energy, your, your, what, you're putting out there into the world will come to your doorstep. Of course, there's tools and techniques to improve conversion rates and things like that, but that doesn't <laughs> change the essence of who you are. <laughs> so just be mm -hmm. good and let that shine through, you know? So that's, that's going to um, make you actually more happy <laughs> rather than trying to be a copycat where you feel like yeah. you're wearing a mask that isn't who you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you for that. That was such a powerful insight. Um, yeah, no, loved that. Um, I'm like, let me, let me ask you a question from your, from your previous response though. So you have, you have so many things going on, right? So you have this agency that you're building, you have, you know, these coaching and you, you've also written poetry books and, and you're doing all these, you know, creative outlets and an album. How do you make time for that? Like, what does that look like? <laughs> you know what? I was just last week, I was just laughing to myself about that. I said, I've got like, I've got three businesses, well, four with my coaching and like eight creative projects coming out. How am I doing this? And you know what's funny? I still have time to meditate for like two to three hours every single day. So, you know, I, I, here's, here's my answer to that. It is a state of complete flow, not thinking at all. There's no effort. There's no trying. Like for instance, when I was working with my, my online course, and I'm like, oh, what should the, 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 four, the first four weeks be for this course of transcending pain to embody your bliss? And I just waited and meditated a couple of days later. Okay, I received, okay, the course outline. Week one, you know, we're going to work on the physical, physical plane of the body. And week two, we're going to do this and three and four. Okay, great. I, then how is the, how, um, what am I going to say during these videos? It took me another month, month and a half until that, just came to me. It just, it just comes to you as a, in a stroke of inspiration. I didn't think about it for like a, a month, maybe a, a thought here or there came, but I wasn't like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to figure out, okay, what's exactly should I say at this point? And what's the bullet points? What are the course outlines? No. When I received it, it came in three minutes, the whole thing, shabam, 
week mm-hmm. one's done. Then the next one, three minutes, just type, 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 done. It's this state of, of flow, non-effort, without trying. Mm-hmm. And it's difficult to explain um, how that experience is to somebody that hasn't really experienced it. Um, a lot of times people that talk about it, that try to confer the experiences, say if you're into snowboarding or um, dancing or something like this, you're in a, like you don't have time to think about anything else when you're flying down a mountain at 70 miles per hour. You know, like you have to be, you're forced to be in a state of flow. Surfers know about the flow state from riding waves and things like that. But it's possible to be in that state of consciousness in perpetuity. Um, and there's certain tools and techniques to, to get there. So when you're in that flow state, guess what? Not only do does my entire course outline come to me automatically, my art comes through me instantly as well, and my business ideas. You know, I might just be, I might be in meditation or I might be in the bathroom <laughs> or I might be walking around. I don't take, I don't dedicate, okay, I'm going to go work at 12 o'clock. I really don't. I don't say, okay, I'm going to do business development planning. I, I don't think about, <laughs> um, you know, what it is that I'm, I'm trying to really accomplish anymore, really, to be honest. It's strange to say that. I'm like hearing myself say that and I've never, <laughs> never really said that. Before. Like, I'm really not thinking about like, okay, I want to make $10 million or something like that. I am calling in abundance. So there's a general feeling of energy that I want to experience. And mm-hmm. that intention is creating these thoughts that I'm receiving and I'm literally just documenting them. And then it's up to me whether I execute them. Cause that's the next, that's the next thing. Cause you can receive all this stuff like, oh, you're supposed to make eight projects. Oh, you're supposed to do rehire this person. Oh, you're supposed to hire this person. But are, are you, do you have the willpower to go and do it? Um, and the difference is back when I was working 16 hours a day, I wasn't getting as much as I'm getting done in, I would say even one hour that I'm doing now because mm-hmm. I'm so efficient because I know yeah. all the tools, all the tips, all the tricks, all the little navigations through all the choppy waters. It's so easy now. And um, it's, it's like why somebody will charge you $10 an hour and it'll take them 20 hours. Another other person will charge you $200 an hour and it'll char- take them one hour. It's the same kind of logic, you know. You just you get to this place where, where um, things start going easy. And so, without the planning, I wake up whenever I want, I work whenever I want, um, I create whenever I want. I, I'm in a state of flow, and I'm also in a state of listening. I listen intently, and listening is really awareness. I'm aware of my body. So if I'm on the computer for too long. I, I like using a Pomodoro t- timer. So every 25 mm-hmm. minutes, it, it, get, it forces me into a five minute break. I love that. Um, I think every entrepreneur should have that. I don't know how many times I've worked eight hours on a computer, have my thing slumped over my whole yeah. body just gets destroyed. So it's like, get up and move, move, you know, breathe. Um, but if the, even if the Pomodoro timer hasn't gone off yet, I'll still, if my body says, hey, look, you, you've been on the computer too long, like go take a break. I'll go do that. I don't need a, okay, 12 o'clock is a lunch break, you know, it's like flow is like a river going through the landscape. It's just going left and right um, through the landscape. There's no straight lines in nature. If you look at a tree's branches, there's no straight lines. 
You cannot find one. We're the only ones. We're, humans are the only ones that create straight lines. All the houses we live in, all squares. And then our, that reflects our, our thinking. We become linear. So I have to have lunch at 12 o'clock. Oh, I have to work at one. And then that starts reflecting into your relationships. Oh, if this person doesn't show up like this, then they can't be my friend. It's like, where are we creating those straight lines? And let's open up and become a little bit more flowy. And when that happens, it sounds a little like esoteric or ethereal, but it's like we become more graceful, more ease, more, uh, more ease shows up in our life. Because, mm-hmm. And it, it's strange to say, but it's like, by doing, try, not trying, you actually get more things done. Like with, yeah. without effort, you actually get more things done. And the, the second part of that is the mastery of delegation. So probably one of the most important things for an entrepreneur master is the art of delegation. Because if you don't learn the art of delegation, like myself, you'll get trapped in the lone wolf syndrome where you don't trust anybody and you think you got to do everything yourself and you get overwhelmed, you get overburdened and you burn out. So once you learn the art of delegation to trust others and create an all-star team to surround you with, then you can just be like the visionary that knows the direction where you're going, focus on what you absolutely love to do, which is going to bring you success within and without. And then um, you can just delegate the tasks that need to be done like uh, graphic designers web developers marketers you know kajabi guys i got (laughs) this that and the next thing and i'll just have a meeting with them once a week and manage everything through asana communication through slack you know there's a couple people i have daily communication with like my operations uh, manager but other than that it's like i have a created a reality where i can have as much space as i want now you're saying, well, you're not like Walmart. You know, the Walmart guy wakes up at 3 a.m. in the morning and he goes to bed at 3 a.m. in the morning and he's got a billion dollar company. Well, yeah, I'm not like Walmart because I'm not comparing myself to Walmart because I don't have to compete with Walmart to be a tr- trillion dollar company. You know, like that's not my definition of success. So I think mm-hmm. kudos to you for helping people understand what success is. And it's like, when you can define that for yourself, then you'll realize why you're doing what you're doing to get where you're trying to get. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, thank you for all of that. That was absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> I, you know, personally, I have experienced, you know, I've experienced those flows. I've experienced that download. Um, and just from my perspective, I feel like it's, it's kind of a skill that you sort of need to hone. Um, I know definitely over the course of my journey, um, you know, I've tried to, you know, bring that more into, you know, into my life. And, and I think that that's something that, you know, every entrepreneur can, you know, can kind of work on. And so just for, for those who may be kind of, you know, earlier for those who may have been listening to you and not really understood like what you were saying (laughs) in terms of like, you know, flow, like download, like, you know, um, like, I, I'm getting a sense that, you know, your, um, your work in self-mastery is, is really where you would be, um, you know, able to, to teach, um, to teach people more about that. So first I would like, um, to ask you to define self-mastery for those who may not know, like, you know, kind of what that means. And, um, and so let's just start there. Sure. So self-mastery is complete, uh, total awareness, control, and acceptance of all thoughts, emotions uh, within the body. So 
are you aware of all the pain and tension in your body? Would be uh, an aspect of self-mastery. And what can I do to release this tension and pain in my body? Would be the other aspect of self-mastery. Understanding why I've created certain belief systems within myself that have manifested in my life as the experiences of my reality. Like for instance, when I was um, in eighth grade, I was picking up a bunch of boxes and I dropped one. And my dad turned around and he told me, you're worthless, you know, when I dropped that box. And I took it to heart. I got depressed for three months and I believed him. So I kept saying to myself, I'm worthless, I'm worthless, I'm worthless. And that thought, that belief system drove my entire entrepreneurial story. I thought that I had to make money, buy a fancy car and a house to prove to my father that I am worthy. I am worth something. And for 25 years, that one single belief created my, the majority of my reality. <laughs> so yeah. self-mastery would be understanding what are these belief systems that I've been carrying around that are either serving me or not serving me, most likely if you haven't started doing the personal development work. And how can I release them? How can I transmute them and alchemize them from something that's negative into something that's positive, not only for myself, but for all others as well? So this is, this is from the mental plane. So subconscious reprogramming, polarity flipping, and understanding the tools and techniques to be able to dive deep into yourself, have the courage to face those darker aspects of yourself with love, with acceptance, without judgment. And then from the emotional plane is to reopen the heart and rediscover what is in your heart of hearts. What is your purpose? Why are you here? You know, a lot of people get caught up in the rat race as most entrepreneurs, myself included, mm -hmm. did. And we find ourselves maybe obtaining that, that cheese at the end of the labyrinth, but it's a trap. I wasn't happy even with the BMW Z4 and picking it up in Europe and driving around feeling all fancy. Like it didn't ultimately bring me joy. So really being able to become aware of our emotions and our heart, allowing that heart to shine through in its truest form, what brings us our greatest joy. And then also the other point in emotions is how to deal and navigate with emotions when they rise up in our body, when anger comes, you know, are we going to go and fall into reaction? Are we just going to go and, you know, punch that person in the face right there because we have an urge to, or are we going to step into our mastery and use our responsibility, which is our ability to respond in the moment, to create the experience that we actually want? So instead of punching that guy in the face, which will lead me one down one reality, maybe I will instead say, hey, you know, what, what is making you upset? I want to understand you more. Like, I don't want to make you upset, but I don't understand, you know, what's going on here. Maybe you can explain to me. So you can go into deeper, further inquiry to understand someone, put yourself in their shoes, have compassion for them, suffer with them so that you can really know what they're going through. And then from that place, that will bring both parties back to love. This is what Buddha spoke of. So 
being able to have those tools and techniques to, to do those things. So a lot of people call this manifestation, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's a very trendy word in the, the coaching industry, but yeah. really it's the ability to navigate reality to experience what it is that you truly desire versus rather mm -hmm. what is it that you want? Because for, for instance, a lot of people want a million dollars. A lot of people want a fancy car, but guess what? The energy and the idea and the belief system of wanting means that you don't have it. You just want it. So you'll always mm -hmm. be creating a reality where you want a million dollars instead of having a million dollars. So understanding how to shift out of want into having and experiencing is really um, self-mastery, which means that you're always um, in a state of grace and that you're, you're not going to be affected by somebody that has negative energy or maybe you lost a million dollars annual recurring revenue in one day. You're not going to be affected by this in a negative way. You're going to be able to move through this in, you know, with the highest potentiality of an outcome because you're coming from a clear space, because you can see, because you're receiving and because you are creating. So the, the art of self-mastery is to heal ultimately at the end of the, end of the day because um, as science is catching up with the yogis of the ancients past <laughs> and the metaphysical science of the East, um, people will soon begin to realize that their own thoughts, words, and actions are creating pain within their body. And within this pain body is actually creating pain outside of their body. Um, just a quick esoteric teaching is we're all like radio channels. You know, you hear the secret, what you put out is what you get back. It's absolutely mm -hmm. true. But a lot of people don't realize that when I, I'm also a radio receiver, so I, I can receive something like you're worthless. And if I believe it, then it stays in my body. If I believe it stays in my body. And now that's going out, whether I'm consciously putting it out or unconsciously putting it out. So I was unconsciously putting out, I'm worthless for like 25 years, creating realities where I was proven that I'm not worthy. It, it was profound to have that realization. So mm -hmm. stepping into self-mastery is becoming aware of all those things so that you can release all those things, heal all those things. So then you can start creating what you truly want, wish to desire, wish to experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you so much for sharing all of that. That was absolutely amazing. Um, I feel like I could, like we could, I could ask you questions all day about that. So why don't we, why don't we kind of wrap this up and connect those things? So how can self-mastery help you in, as an entrepreneur, help you in your business? Um, you know, kind of how does that connect? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one, I will tell you that you're, you're going to wake up excited for life every single day. And when you have a love for life and that passion comes back to you. You will be the quickest, smartest, fastest, you know, most creative, most emotionally intelligent uh, per version of yourself that you've ever been. And this is going to um, emanate from your being into your entire organization. All of your employees will notice any shift or change and they will start to emulate you as the leader. So your entire organization has this trickle down effect, which goes out to your clients as well. 
So they're going to feel that feeling that you have. So they're going to be excited about your product. And then they're going to ripple that out to their friends and family. So that just in that, you will attract a lot more energy that is positive, that wants to support your business. Um, and not only that, you'll be able to start receiving without effort, without trying. I mean, it sounds like magic because it is <laughs> like basically the perfect business plan, <laughs> the absolute best possible thing that you can do in your business. You will receive it without any effort at all, without a brainstorming meeting, <laughs> you know, with your entire yeah. team, you will just be like, this is the vision. This is where we're going. And you will go there because you're an entrepreneur and you execute and you get shit done. Um, additionally, how it can help you is to accept reality as it is, even though we have these desires and, and manifestations and want these certain things, if they don't come because we're in our mastery, we're not worried about it. We say, okay, this is, this is exactly how it should be. I trust that this door is closing for a, a, the perfect reason because the next door I'm walking through is going to be even greater than the door that I thought I wanted to go through. So that um, will put you in a state of grace where really nothing is going to be able to affect you in a negative way unless you choose to have that experience of being in a negative state. More power to you, you have free will to do that. But for me, and many others that uh, have experienced this, bliss is pretty good and it's tough to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so, oh my gosh. Thank you so much for, for all of this. I feel like, um, you know, we could, yeah, we could just like go on and on about this. So for people who want to connect with you and they want to, you know, be able to either learn about, um, you know, whichever business of yours they want to learn about, or just kind of, you know, the holistic, um, you know, the holistic experience that you've shared with us in terms of self-mastery and, and how that's influenced your business and stuff. Where can people connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to howtoraiseyourvibration.com or my personal website, flowingriver.co. Um, those are both great places to get connected with me, um, see what I'm up to, online courses and things like that. Uh, and yeah, I I also would love to um, share a poem if possible. Yeah, no, that would be great. Yeah. Okay. Please do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And also on um, social media, if you want to, you can reach out to me on Facebook. It's flowing river 999 is the username. Um, so this poem I feel is pretty good for entrepreneurs and <laughs> consciousness. So enjoy. The golden thread that weaves between us all, the tapestry of life, prismatic fabric of our soul, wafting in the wind in the market stalls, gifted to those that risk it all. Whom can make the bid with cash in hand to understand the divine plan? For not one penny can buy divinity, not one nickel can move the heart, not one dime can bring a quarter of the mind to unwind its pursuit of more, to store all of the gold. Stagnation of Im imagination stifles a soul. What are you reaching for? More? What for? More what? More this? More that? Ignore all unspoken desires that keep you running in circles. Ask where they are rooted. I can guarantee they are not free. A price too high to be paid, to kneel as a slave, to the lower form, the coarse and the dense, but a pretense to death. 
If we heed not the warnings, clashings and internal warrings, the battlefield that yields to no man, rise as I am, I and I, to reclaim the expansiveness of the sky that will make grown men cry with tears of gratitude, knowing that out of the dark, they found the light of their hearts. This is the arc, the ultimate arc of an infinite mind that wishes to give you all, all of the time. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was that was amazing. And I like that was the first you know poem that anyone shared with us on um, on the show. So thank you so much for that. And um, you know we will have your uh, you know your social media and the links um, you know in the show notes. And so if you know when your when your uh, you know books come out, your your poetry, uh, you know if you want to send those over to to our team as well, we can put those in the show notes too, so that people can link up and, and find your work. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing. And on behalf of all, all the listeners, because I'm sure that this has been such a wonderful experience for them. So thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I would love to invite you to join our growing community of fellow millennial women entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs inside our free Facebook group, the Millennial Success Society. I also love connecting with fellow women entrepreneurs on Instagram. Find me at Jackie Kossoff underscore LA. Feel free to send me a DM with any suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like answered on the show. For all the latest show updates, exclusive resources for our listeners, or to apply to become a guest on the show, please visit the Millennial Success Stories podcast page on my website at www.jackiekossoff.com slash podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.